1: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the World Martial Arts Radio Network. Up next, you will be listening to the USA Martial Arts Hall of Fame show host of the year award winner, the one and only Justin Harvey, producer, director, and on-air star of The Justin Harvey Show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to The Justin Harvey Show. We have a spectacular show for you this evening. It was not scheduled for this evening, but that's the best thing about the Justin Harvey show. You never know when there's going to be a show or who's going to be showing up or what's going on. That's what's spectacular. And uh, here soon I will be interviewing um, kickboxer five-star Jeff Mead, also Master Eric Lee from... Big Trouble in Little China and Bloodsport 2. But without further ado, let me bring on my um, special guest who I consider to be a good friend of mine. Um, he is also the author of Raven Quest, uh, Benjamin Raven. Welcome back to the show, brother.
0: Hey, Justin. It's good to be on the show again, man. How you been uh, doing?
1: Uh, been, been, been doing spectacular, my friend. Uh, I'm uh, getting ready to go to Indianapolis here in April. I'm being inducted into the USA Martial Arts Hall of Fame for this uh, uh, spectacular uh, show that I've got going, and this show is also in iTunes now and uh, se- several other uh, places as well. So you're gonna be, yeah. you're probably you gonna be heard that, by man. millions by by the time it's over, Raven. So sounds good, man.
0: Yeah, I remember you telling me that man, congratulations, you know, you were it's definitely uh an honor and you're definitely worthy of it. You've contributed a lot in your in your own way in promoting martial arts and, and uh giving a martial artist a voice and and on the radio and internet and such and you're very well respected in the industry, that's for sure.
1: Well, oh absolutely, but not only that, but you know, if, if an author like yourself comes to the show you know, I won't turn anybody down. You know you know that, Raven. If they've got a good story to tell or they've got, they've got a product that they really want to push, that they put their, you know, blood, sweat, and tears into, I'll have them on the show. And uh, uh, one of the reasons I'm, I really wanted to have you back on the show was, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, my good friend here was telling me uh, something that I wanted him to uh, share with my audience. Um Because in today's society, um, disabled people are still made fun of, bullied, you know, and and sometimes ridiculed. but um, me and um, Raven here, I believe it was last year we were having a conversation and uh, he was telling me, and I'll let him fill you in here in a minute, that in Native American tribes, Disabled people were held
0: at a higher regard. Yes, correct. I'm I'm of Cherokee heritage myself, and um, and I'm 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 just native at, at heart, and just really relate to uh, all Native American tribes and people. And and one thing that, that that kept popping up to me in all my studies. I mean, I also practice primitive skills and survival skills, and I've actually wrote a book on that too. And, but you know, part of that, the way that I learn is from uh, ancient cultures, and when I'm looking at Native American cultures, one thing that that fascinated me that kept popping up because I'm also very interested in their spirituality um, is is their regard for, you know, for anybody that this society would call disabled or mentally challenged or physically challenged, you know, in some way, and they were never discarded. I mean, unlike some Europe some ancient European cultures that would often take a child that was deformed or in any way retarded or anything like that, they would take them out and let them be eaten by wolves or something, you know. But, but uh, that wasn't the case here in, in North America. It was, it was a, uh, it was they were honored. They were, they were often. It was said that they were touched by the spirits, you mm-hmm. know. And they were, they were paid attention to. I mean, you know, what we might would even consider some ravings, you know, of of somebody mentally ill. The Native Americans were like, you know, they were such a spiritual people. They wanted to they wanted to hear you know from the great spirit and and they believed that that they needed to listen to everything i mean every and that included people that we might have considered mentally ill or disabled i mean often they said things that were like deep or that that somebody mm-hmm. attached a deep meaning to and got them thinking about uh very often too they were just they were just so they were so free you know, I mean, there's there's an incident I read of about um about a in the uh, Sioux Indians where they they were doing uh, gourd dance and they and you know someone just came into the circle you know that was that that was that we would have considered mentally ill and and started just dancing wildly you know lifting his fist up to the sky you know and dancing wildly and it brought such great joy to the tribe you know rather than mm-hmm. saying get him out of here get him out of here he's embarrassing us he, they were like. They just started dancing with him, you know, and they were like, and they, and they, and, it, you know, it's recorded that, that about the joy that that person brought to the tribe at that moment and the freedom that he brought. And, I, and the smile that was on his face, you know, was obvious, too, because, you know, he was just, he was free at that moment, you know, he was just spiritually free at that moment while he danced, and, you know, to the great spirit and just danced freely and with no inhibitions, no form, no tradition tying him down. He was just free. You know, there was uh, other incidents, too, like a, the, one very famous one is um is in the Shoshone um and Tecumseh's uh story you know you Tecumseh's very well known for uniting all the all the uh Native American tribes or or a good part of them uh, during the time of the french and indian war and so uh, such and uh, and he he had a brother that was very deformed and mm-hmm. uh and Tecumseh though constantly honored him to the point and even to the point that he even told the people that he was a holy man and that they should listen to him. And and the guy actually became, his deformed brother actually became the prophet of the tribe. And the the whole town of Tecumseh, you know, eventually be called, became known as Prophet Town. And mm-hmm. uh, people would come from miles around, you know, to hear the prophecies of, mm-hmm. this, uh, mm-hmm. of his deformed brother. You know, and I mean, and, you know, and it, it just lifted him up, you know, the place of prestige, you know, among the people. You know, so, you yeah, it just, it was just a whole different culture. I mean, they knew how to appreciate, you know, everything. They, they, Everything was sacred, you know, to <laughs> so many Native American tribes. I mean, yeah, there were a few that were warring and that were arrogant and stuff like any human beings would be. But for the most part, I mean, there was just a – everything was sacred to them, you know. And that, that, that just constantly amazes me. I see that every time I, that I look at their culture and everything. I mean, they didn't just fold their hands and pray or bow their hands and Heads and pray they didn't formalize it they believed everything they did was a prayer going up to the creator they believed every step they walked on the earth that they were at their feet that the earth was a drum under their feet you know it was mm-hmm. they, everything was sacred to them they listened to every, they heard something in every song of every bird and every wolf that howled you know oh, so,
1: oh absolutely raven and i wanted to mention to you and i've not you know i've not shared this publicly with my audience but um I actually love powwow music, and I would actually love to actually go to a powwow eventually. Would man,
0: it's a great experience.
1: So because I actually like, with me, I don't know if this makes any sense or not, but like when I'm hearing the music, it just makes me, it makes me feel whole, and it makes me feel like I want to dance, and I'll be sitting in my wheelchair just dancing and. And I'll even try to even chant with the music. It's just a an amazing, you know, feeling. So I'm starting to wonder if, like, in a past life, um, if I wasn't like some kind of Native American warrior or something.
0: Well, I mean, I mean, we never know what's in our culture. I mean, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't know about you know exactly like past life and the form, and the sound and the sense of uh, reincarnation. You know, like some people mm-hmm. believe, but you know, the, I mean, it, it, there's. I believe that in our heritage, I mean, it just gets, I think some things get passed down by DNA. I I call it like a biological tablet things are written on. You know, because it's just like when I practice primitive skills. I mean, yeah, I learned a lot from different people, and I give them credit where credit's due. but, But there's so many things that I just seem to know, naturally know. I mean, I was sitting down one day. Um, doing some finger weaving, and, and nobody taught me how to do that. And somebody came by and said, where would you learn Peruvian finger weaving? And I'm like, oh, is that what it's called? I was, you know, and it, nobody ever talked to me. It was like I just knew it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that might be somewhat what you might be feeling. I mean, because because powwow music is, and, you know, all Native American music, whether it's flute or drum or whatever, especially drum, I mean, it's it's very mm-hmm. organic. I mean, it's the drum is, you know, is like our heartbeat. You know, it, it 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 goes along with that heartbeat, so it it's almost like, and like it's just tuning us into a bigger, um, you know, bigger realm, something bigger than, than all of us, something that we that we're all part of into a spiritual realm. It seems like to me, you know, because our our heartbeats become, you know, one with the drum, our even with the flute. I mean, it's like it's like our breath, you know, that's breathing through that flute, you know, and and it just become and the chanting becomes, you know, there's not there's no interpretation of most of the of the chanting that you hear around powwow drum. I mean, there's no you couldn't interpret it into English words. I mean, it, it's it's just syllables. It's it's chanting. It's something that they're that they're just tuned with. You mm-hmm. know, some of those songs were passed down from ancient times, and some, but most of them are just spontaneous. You know, and and I think you know that that, that I think what you're feeling. I mean, is, is 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 awesome because I mean, a lot of people don't. A lot of people it don't make sense to them with all the modern music we have, but. Um, you know, that's probably was the first music was banging on something or chanting, you know, and, and it evolved into all the musical you know, types that we have today, but, but there's something very organic and very connecting, you know, to that kind of music. I, I'd love for you to go to a powwow sometime, man. It's a, it's a great experience, um, and, you know, it's, it, I mean, it, it, to watch people dance and, you know, and to and, and hear the drum and the chanting, I mean, it's something I just don't grow weary of. You know, some music I'm like, oh, I'm tired of listening to that kind of music, but, but it seems like I never grow tired of listening, you know, to the drum or something, you know.
1: Oh, absolutely. And it, if you feel angry or if you feel out of place, I guarantee you turn on some powwow music and you will feel better. I honestly believe that. I will stand by that to this day, you know. Oh, yeah.
0: So. Well, I can relate, man. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll remember, and, you know, and a lot of it, you know, goes. I mean, and even. I mean, I, I mean, I, I like studying cultures all over the world. You know, I'm kind of an amateur <laughs> anthropologist myself. You know, and i and and even the Australian Aborigine. I mean, the didgeridoo. Have you ever, you know what I'm talking about the didgeridoo? I've not heard
1: of that. Can you explain a little bit?
0: Yeah, you need to look it up on YouTube or something sometime to listen to it. But it's an amazing instrument. All it is is a, is a tube. You know, which they've made out of a piece of bamboo or some other plant and. But they they do a circular breathing that, that's that just it, it, it and and that, it seems impossible to do. But they're breathing out and breathing in at the same time. It's very tricky to get. I've tried my best. I really can't ever get it. But but you get that. But you get that reed, that bamboo vibrating, and you get this mm-hmm. sound like that. You know, and, and the, mm-hmm. the, the ones that are masters of it, you can they make even make animal sounds like dingoes barking and. Things like that, and birds that are flying and, and stuff, you know. And it's really masterful music, you know, and it, it reminds me a lot, you know. Of I mean, it's sort of their version of, you know. I mean, well, they're the Aborigines of their continent. Our Native Americans were the Aborigines of our continent, and you know, mm-hmm. and it's very organic, very it, it, it's it's connecting instead of instead of you know isolating it. I'm just you know I I don't want to I mean it's just like you know I'm getting to to, to a point that the more the more native i go the more i realize how disconnected that that i mean i love modern technology and I've got a laptop and all that stuff and i'm not against it but but mm-hmm. you know we can't we've got to balance ourselves we've got to we've got to do things that connect us back to a bigger picture otherwise we become all about us and then, and then the selfishness begins and then the you know and then the, all the crimes and illnesses that we have in the world i think you know begin because of the hate begins and all that because one person thinks they're better than another and and on it goes, you know, but mm-hmm. you know, I think we all need to like get out in nature and we need to go to powwows, we need to, you know, uh talk to other people that we that aren't like us. I mean, you know, it, that connects us to a bigger picture that we are, that we all need one another. It's a community thing, it's a tribal you know, thing that that has survived through through hundreds or thousands of years, you know. But we're but unfortunately in our culture it's like a lot of a lot of people are just getting the impression I don't need you, I don't need nobody, I don't need, but they do, you know, and and to the detriment of our planet and our and uh, our system that we have because we don't
1: take time mm-hmm. to connect to one another. Oh, uh, very well so said, my friend. Uh, tell, tell my audience, um, give my audience uh, an update on your books because I know you're working on a book series. You know, last time we talked, and yeah. and uh, give it, give us. You know, before I wrap up the show and everything, you you know, give us an update on on your book uh, venture and everything.
0: Yeah, I'd love to, man. Appreciate the opportunity. I'm, I, yeah, I'm writing a fantasy fiction series called Raven Quest, and um, it began with uh, Here Be Dragons, and um, and, and the second um, book, the second in the, super book in the series is out called uh, The Scroll and the Key. The third one is called Ripple in the Ether, and it's coming out. Any time, any day now. I'm just wrestling with publishers over the cover art, basically. But uh, it'll be coming out soon. Um, and I'm even actually offering a promotional offer too. If anybody's never read Raven Quest, they can get all three books for twenty five dollars. You know, if they'll pre order from me off my website at Raven dot net. And uh, you know, but it's 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 great. I don't know. I'm enjoying writing. it. I mean, when I'm writing it, I I, I don't know how many volumes this going to be. I'm already writing book five. I release one every June and every December basically, every six months and uh it's it just it just keeps amazing me and, and you know the way that it's going when I'm writing it's just like I've become in that world but it's a it's a, it's unique I think there there's not your standard elves and unicorns and stuff like that uh I've created a whole my own world called terrazim and and uh, there's a young couple and and they're living off the land and they meet and and they find a sword in a cave in book one and they and that just changes their life and they become eventually become these heroes of Terazim and, and they're just running all different kinds of creatures and all different cultures and different adventures there's some humanoid dragon type creatures called the Zimaj and there's some uh, shorter bearded creatures called the Trocolane and and you know there's just there's all kinds of stories of all kinds of different um, people that, that I have imagined and, and created this, this, this powerful culture you know just and it's a lot of adventure a lot of fantasy it's family friendly you know, so I mean, you know, anybody that's a good reader, a young person on up, you know, is, would enjoy it. And everybody that's read it, you know, says I'm a very visual writer anyway, and everybody reads it says it reads like a movie. So hopefully it'll be a movie one of these days. <laughs> you know, but for but I think everybody, I think anybody though that, that likes that genre of of stories and likes action and adventure and fantasy, Lord of the Rings type stuff, and you know, Hunger Games, and you know, all of Harry Potter, different you know, any, any genre right there. You know, I mean, I think they would enjoy. A series.
1: And. oh absolutely it's funny you mentioned that because, like you said, um it could be a series because I mean, look at Harry Potter because Harry Potter was books before it was even before it was even movies and stuff, so
0: oh, yeah, well, a single so. mom was writing it in her kitchen, you know, struggling to raise her kids, you know, as a single mom and it, and it, she connected with the right publisher in right place right time, and look you know now she's you know a billionaire so mhm mhm,
1: mm-hmm. but um. You know, uh, before I wrap up the show, uh, Raven, uh, give, give people your, you know, your website again and, you know, if if they want to, you know, buy your book and, uh, you know, like I've expressed in the past, you, I think that you really should try to get your book as like an audio book as well and like sell it through iTunes because a lot of, a lot of authors do that as well because, uh, some people, some people don't have the time to, uh, to actually sit there and actually visually read a book, but still have time to actually sit there and and listen to to what the you know author has to offer to the, to the table. So
0: yeah, I know you you I know you've suggested that to me before, and I'm definitely want to do that because I mean like you know I mean like I said it'd even be better you know for you know people that are um, challenged uh, with their vision and everything else and. Mm-hmm. To be able to actually read a book and you know I I don't like for anybody to miss out just because they can't you know physically pick up a book and read it that's for sure. I do have the first six chapters though recorded of uh, Raven Quest 1 and mm-hmm. Dragons um and it is available for free on my website and on uh SoundCloud if anybody wants to listen to it um I do definitely have the intention of because um, my publisher does do uh, CDs and DVDs in addition to the raven quest series i'm also written a survival book and i've got a book of short stories and poems and stuff and and uh you know my website though is uh way of the raven dot net just um uh, you know type in way of the raven dot net i mean these days with a browser you don't have to type in www or nothing anymore just type in way w-a-y-o-f-t-h-e-r-a-v-e-n and make it make sure it's dot net not not dot com it's a uh, You'll see a whole. It'll open you up to where I'm at on the on the web. I'm on uh, Twitter. I'm on Pinterest. I'm you know I'm, I'm on YouTube. Uh, I try to you know stay in touch and broaden up my horizons there for and make myself available. I've got a couple of blogs that you'll see on there. Um, I'm interested in survival skills, primitive skills. I, I would love to hear from your audience. Anybody that's interested in anything that that they see on my website or that we've talked about on your show. Um, you know I'm always open and law programs for kids and stuff like that. Schools. I just finished out a week long thing in Columbia, South Carolina, for some fifth and sixth graders. And uh, and you know, I always tell them and anybody, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a resource for anybody, any kids writing book reports or whatever, or you know, doing research in Native American or Aboriginal peoples. And you know, I'm uh so my I, you know I appreciate the opportunity to be able to get my website out. Uh, and I would encourage anybody to email me or or to uh, get in contact with me through that and use the resources
1: that are there. Oh oh I absolutely, Raven. And I, I tell you what, when your next book um when your next your next book comes out, uh, let me know and I will schedule schedule you on the show and we can uh, we can go into depth and discuss your um your next book.
0: Okay. That sounds really good, man. And I'm i I'll uh, definitely uh work on getting that recorded and that's something I need to do. I'm just I'm you know, I'm kinda like most people though. Um Unfortunately, I have to work, you know, uh, a regular job too, and and you know, it takes up a lot of time. there but, you know, I would love to just. I hope one day this catches on though, because this is where my heart's at, and
1: where my mm-hmm. talents
0: at, and 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 I uh, hope that one day I'll be able to make a, just totally make a living at doing this. But uh, you know but I'm definitely, it's definitely in the pipeline, coming down sooner or later on an audio version of it for sure. Oh oh, absolutely, Raven,
1: and I'm gonna wrap up the show. But after I wrap up the. Show, Raven, Um, I'm going to have you call me back here in a second because I got an idea that I want to share with you uh, privately, but uh, you can uh, can follow me on Facebook and Twitter at Justin Ray Harvey, and thank you for listening to tonight's Justin Harvey Show edition, and uh, thank you for being on the show, Raven. You have been listening to The Justin Harvey Show here on the World Martial Arts Radio Network. Be sure to